0: Thank you for joining me, Eve, your host for tonight for another episode of Poopology. I have here with me my co-host, Chris. Hi, everyone. And I have Gordon here with me. Hi, everybody. And also my other guest, Nilgin, here. Hi. (laughs) So I'm going to kick things off this week with our poopy moments of the week. So uh, I'm actually going to talk about one of my poopy moments first, if you guys don't mind. So, well, a good like maybe 15 years ago, I had a little work break in between sort of finishing one place of work and starting a new job. So during this work break, I went on this wild holiday with a friend of mine, just unexpected, decided, just last minute, we were going to go to Morocco, go to Marrakesh, have a crazy time. We couldn't find cheap tickets to Marrakesh, so we ended up in... Where did we end up? Tangier we ended up in. But we decided we we're going to find our way, you know, to Marrakesh, regardless of where we landed. So we got on this, uh, we we spoke to the guys at the hotel, we were kind of like, how do we make our way to Marrakesh? You know, how, how do we get there from here? They said, you can get a bus there, but the bus is only at 12 o'clock, so you've missed today's bus, you know, you, you have to wait now until tomorrow. I was saying to my friend, really? Like, is there only one bus from here to Marrakesh? Like, Marrakesh is such a big place. There must be more than one bus. So we did a little bit of research online and we saw that there is, you know, several buses from where we were to Marrakesh. So we were kind of like, okay, we're just going to go and we're going to just basically see what happens we turn up at the bus station and even when we were going there the taxi driver kept saying where are you where are you guys going and we were like we're gonna get a bus to Marrakesh and he said no the bus is gone now you have to come back tomorrow and I was like and I kept saying to my friend these people are lying like there's no way there's a single bus to Marrakesh from here we go to the bus station go to the ticket desk I'm like okay we need two tickets to Marrakesh please he said no the bus is gone so I was like okay is there only one bus? And he said, No, there's more than one bus. But the bus for you is gone. And I was like, What do you? Why the bus for me? Do I have a specific bus? And the guy's like, No. And they don't speak a lot of English in in Morocco. That because they're obviously an old French colony. So French is the main sort of European language. So English is actually quite difficult to, you know, communicate. So I kept saying, no, Marrakesh. And he's like, no, your bus, gone. But there is other bus. And he's like, yes. And I'm like, I want a ticket to that bus. And he kept saying, no. And I'm like, but why? Is it full? Anyway, eventually, after shouting at me in Arabic for a little while and shouting at me in French for a little while, I think he was swearing. Uh, He basically just gave us some tickets, asked for some money, we paid. And I said to my friend, see, I told you, they keep telling us, you know, there's no other like buses. There is a bus. So we're waiting and you have to kind of wait in one area. You can see all the buses coming. You can see them from quite a while away because it's very flat land. So we saw this very nice air-conditioned bus turn up and we run up to it. Is it for us? No, it's going somewhere else. Okay, we like go back to our seats and then another one comes and we're like, is this for us? No, no, no. Another one? No, no, no. And then suddenly we hear this music in the distance. <laughs> Arabic music, like full on blast, like and we're like, what it where is that noise coming from? And you could see this little bus in the distance. And um, as it got closer it became more and more apparent that this music was blaring out of this bus with chicken cages on top. Oh my god. No windows, let alone air conditioning. And just bars, no windows and just, like, these metal bars, like a jail. <laughs> you know, this, like, little tin can. And all these beautiful air-conditioned, you know, like, very standard for us-looking buses came and left. And then this thing turned <laughs> And my friend just looked at me and went, this is why everyone kept telling us there's no bus. You insisted. Now we got to get on this thing. <laughs> oh, my God anyway I'm just laughing and he's like you know shouting and screaming at me constantly like you made us do this now we've got to get on this idiotic bus <laughs> we don't even know how many stops we've got to go and uh and I'm just kind of like laughing and saying to him it'll be fine look we're having a local experience <laughs> the guidebook told me that it's only like three hours away so I mean nothing bad can happen in three hours so anyway, the guy puts our bags in and we get on the bus and we're looking around and there's like no seats at all. So I was like, we went back to the driver and I'm like, there's no seat. Where are we supposed to sit. And he literally got up his seat and in Arabic, he's like ah, ah, shouting at people. And suddenly there was like four of us sitting on a, on a two seater, you know, just on two <laughs> seats. So he just pushed people in, squeezed them up and, you know, squeezed me on one it e- on like with some uh woman and her children on one double seat and squeezed him on another double seat. So there's three men, him and like two other men sitting on a two seat. <laughs> and um and all the while all I can hear is his voice behind me, like you did this to us. Too. Like, we are gonna have to stay on this goddamn bus, and I'm just, I just could not stop laughing, right? He, he turns his vehicle on, and then suddenly he's like, Allah, Allah, Yallah, Yallah, you know, this music like screaming, and he's got this little tape. Anyway, we go for three hours and we're still like nowhere, basically in the middle of a desert. And he's like, we're supposed to be in Marrakesh by now. You know, this bus is not stopping anywhere. I need a pee. Like, when are we (laughs) going to get there? What is happening? No one could understand English. We kept going and going and going. It actually took us eight and a half hours <gasps> to get there. It did go to Marrakesh. It did go to Marrakesh <laughs> eventually. But it's like one of it was like one of these hop on buses you know, like it stops basically <laughs> everywhere on route um, to pick people up and drop people off. But there's no, like, pee breaks. There's no, like, it doesn't... It's not like a normal kind of long-distance bus. We knew all the songs off by heart by the time we got there. (laughs) In Arabic. In Arabic, Arabic, (laughs) yeah. Because it was like, Habibi, Habibi, you know, whatever. But he kept turning the tape. Like, it's the same tape. You know, it was ending, and then he's, like, turning the tape. And then he's turning the tape. (laughs)
1: And that's all your fault?
0: Yeah. That was all my fault, yes. So That was kind of... Uh, a funny experience <laughs> <laughs> in, in retrospect I mean I laughed a lot, no I laughed all through the journey yeah. I couldn't, it, yeah, to me it was hilarious, hilarious. <laughs> and I was like I can't believe this is happening is and your friends he, still friends with you? <laughs> <laughs> well his anger made it even more amusing right? because he was just so profusely <laughs> angry like this is why, this is why so <laughs> You tortured so
1: the poor
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> I was so expecting you to say that it was some like livestock bus, like there was going to be like chicken coop, like well, chickens, there was like,
0: chickens. There were chickens. Oh there my was, God. Yeah, someone had a like a uh, like a I don't know a ram or something with like horns Are you kidding? on a yeah a goat on a on a string. Le- <laughs> like, yeah, that they were just in the in the aisle. Um, I wish
2: there was like footage of it yeah yeah
0: there was like there was animals there were people there were children and you know it was like five to a seat and it was pretty, it was pretty chaotic I mean it was real chaos and mm. the, this loud obviously music as well you know, just really, really loud. And I could just the reason I kept laughing so much as well, I could I could um almost see ourselves in a movie, in a panorama. No, it totally you know, it's sounds like, sounds like empty space and then you can just see this little, <laughs> little <laughs> bus, like going past and it's like <laughs> You know, with like crazy stuff happening. <laughs> inside we so, clearly had a very
2: authentic
0: experience yeah game. yeah definitely definitely it was it was enjoyable it was enjoyable <laughs> that,
1: that's the whole point of travel isn't it the local experience rather yeah. than mm-hmm. just the tourist experience
0: yeah and i guess that's what makes up some of those poopy moments is mm. when you realize you're somewhere that's completely different <laughs> you, know, you don't know you don't know how to you know i mean i have a couple of uh, weird local bus experiences like that. You know, the most recent one being in India. on my trip two years ago with my one of my best friends in India and she was adamant we needed to so this was this time the tables were turned because she was Uh. like we're getting on a local bus for the local experience it can't be that bad Mm -hmm. and I said to her you know what I've had one of these experiences in Morocco it'll be fine but you know I don't know everyone keeps telling me that I shouldn't do this but I think it might be okay and we got on this bus our biggest mistake actually was to get the bus up a mountain. So we were going up Monar Mountain to the village on the the highest peak. Mm-hmm. And the road up this mountain is basically single lane, but there's vehicles coming in both directions. Oh. And there's no like, you know, no barriers or anything like that. It's extremely dangerous. And the bus drivers are insane. You know, I think if anyone else is Already driving insane. The bus drivers are kind of Mm -hmm. like 20 times more insane than anyone else on the road. And the suspension on this thing... So when he was taking corners, I mean, the whole thing is literally tipping over onto what feels like two wheel I mean, a couple of times we scraped the top of the bus on the mountain oh as gosh. he's going around. And I'm just screaming at my friends saying, we are going to die. Like, we are actually going to die on this bus. Like, I can deal with chickens. I can deal with loud foreign music. You know, I can deal with sharing a seat with 17 people. But death... You know, I mean this is this was like a deathly Yeah, this was a deathly experience. So I have to safely say I actually genuinely prayed and totally, totally, you know, pooed my pants all the way (laughs) up to the top. Once we got to the top, my legs were actually shaking getting off the bus. Mm. And I refused to get on the bus on the way down. I point blank refused. So I said to her How'd you get down? I'm getting a taxi. You know, <laughs> at least it's a small vehicle, you know, it's not and it can maneuver and, yeah, and, and the taxi drivers, even though they're not normal either, they're definitely not as crazy the bus drivers are like truly, truly crazy. So I was kinda of like, I'm getting on a taxi, you do what you want. You want the local experience, I'll meet you at the bottom. If you make it, that is... It sounds like a sort
1: of of end-of-life local experience if you... Yeah. A friend of mine was in South America, and he was on one of these local buses, and they were stopped by bandits.
0: Oh, my God. And
1: he was shot. He didn't die. He was shot? Yeah, he was shot. This is some years ago now. And he didn't die, but he brought back the bullet, and the bullet head was tiny. Oh, my God. But they... Flew him back and everything else, you know. But, you know, he said he didn't even feel it in a way yeah. when it went in. You know, he didn't, it was like shock. What? Someone shot me. You know, and um, he showed us the bullet. It was ever so small. He survived it and it didn't traumatize him or anything like that in the sense that he never... Tra- <laughs> didn't traumatize him. No, he never traveled again. He, he, knows. he does. But, yeah. you know, that's your local experience. Yeah. If you go to certain places like South America you know, and uh, mm. to co- the country you choose to visit in South America at the time, maybe going through one of their coups or revolutions or whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he was
1: just unlucky, but not quite like yours. I think <laughs> yours was probably more frightening.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I was I was pretty Because perfect. you lived through it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> for
0: three and a half hours. You know, that's um, how long it took to get to the top and we were both I mean, even though she was trying to act out like it'll be fine after the first hour, even she was kind of like, you know, her face kind of started going white and she was like oh, Hopefully we're gonna be there soon <laughs> you know, we were both quite traumatized by the experience i mean at one point um some rocks or something had fallen from Mm. the top to the middle of the road so they were all the cars stopped because they were like one you know one car at a time around it Oh my so people in both directions had stopped and too big to move off the
1: road yeah,
0: yeah huge huge yeah and this bus driver kind of was going a bit nuts and You know he he was shouting out the window you know people obviously we can't understand what anyone's saying but he was screaming at them and they were coming out of their cars screaming back at him you know I guess saying like calm down this is what we supposed to do you know there's a rock we're meant to go one one by one and at one point he did this kind of crazy maneuver to try and get in front of someone but there's no real room to overtake anyone I mean it's like it's It's literally a single lane so he was doing some crazy stuff and all the Indian people on the bus started shouting at him. <laughs> and it was like us and then there was a couple with a child who were also a tourist sitting like two three Hmm. rows behind us other than us who couldn't understand you know the four five of us that were kind of oblivious and just totally frightened to death you know the rest of them were even shouting at him I'm guess saying like stop it like what are you doing he was truly like psychotic I mean it was a combination of a bad road, a scary mountain, a scary vehicle, you know that's like got some crazy suspension and it's clearly very old and anything can happen to it. And a complete Looney Tunes driver. yeah. so it was it was very, very scary I don't recommend the local bus <laughs> well I was gonna Especially ask the... not up a mountain you know maybe if you know you're going on <laughs> flat grounds you know maybe yeah but no I was
2: gonna ask you a question Eve like <laughs> so do you think you'll go on a local bus anywhere in a foreign country
0: yeah after these? yeah I mean I think there is an element of you know yeah. funness to it um as Gordon was saying having the local culture but i think you just need to like be a little bit more aware of maybe the advice that you're reading or getting (laughs) you know and i think in marrakesh it was funny and whatever it was livable um in india we should have kind of taken note of some of the like the tourist you know messages and stuff because yeah. you can you can go into lots of backpacker sites and they give each other advice on how to do stuff and some of them had said like there's a lot of traffic accidents and bus accidents and people die like it's a real thing there so you know don't kind of don't recommend this type of travel Mm. you're better off on trains and you're better off on this and you know this type of bus or this type of you know transportation is cheap as well you know obviously the local bus is the cheapest but I don't think anyone backpacking from a foreign country in India has a budget problem Mm -hmm. because even the the posh expensive stuff is still cheap for us Mm. coming from Europe so doesn't make you know, a massive difference you don't need to pay 50p to go up a three-hour journey you know yeah. if you pay three pounds you're not gonna it's not gonna hurt your budget <laughs> so if you go in a slightly different vehicle so it was that kind of so the train journey i mean that was interesting too but Not nowhere near. I mean, the bus was deadly. I definitely will not travel like that again. Mental note. No buses in India, up a hill. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go to India, definitely no. Definitely not up mountains anyway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Strictly unadvisable. Should be a health notice. We we went
1: to um, Tunisia a few years back. It was for Christmas when we thought it was going to be sunny and everything else. But, of course, that was stupid because the Mediterranean is very cold in winter. And we chose the one year where it snowed, hailed, rained, everything, and there was no sun apart from the last day at the hotel. But what I really wanted to do was go to ancient Carthage, which is in Tunisia. And um, the, the journey was all day. And by the time we got there, it was the evening. We only had half an hour because they had to make all their way back. So we spent the entire day driving and they stopped at their friends' restaurants where we had to eat. And then we went on and we were half an hour and we didn't even see the whole of the place and we had to come back. So, you know, and that was an organized uh, hotel trip. It's a sort of, do you get local transport and make your own way and have those sorts of experiences or you go on the organised thing and you take your chance, and it's, it's just a draw, luck of the draw, really, Yeah. for both.
0: Totally. Yeah, yeah. Take advice from others, I think. <laughs> <laughs> More of a story. Anyway, so, Gordon, tell us about your pooping oh, moment.
1: All right. Well, this is years ago when I uh, was still training as a teacher. It's about 1975, I suppose. And we used to take children to a forest just outside York, Helmsley Forest. And these were children who were quite deprived and everything, and so we used to take them camping for a week and that sort of thing. And when we got to this particular site, there was a river by the side. And hanging over the river was these huge branches. I think it probably was an oak tree, but some big tree, whatever it was, I can't remember. And it had a rope with knots in it and everything else, and all the kids were flying on this thing and, you know, jumping on it and coming back and landing on the bank and everything. And I think I, there's a bit of a, a mad showing-off streak in me. And I did the same. I grabbed it, swung a bit, and then forgot that it was going straight into the tree. And I smashed straight into it with my shins. Now, if you've ever had anything hit your shin, it's excruciating it, because there's very little between bone yeah. oh, and flesh. Yeah so it was so painful and I was still going,
0: oh I'm enjoying this <laughs> just act it out it'll be fine and
1: I fell in the water <laughs> because it was so painful but it gave me a chance to go
2: <laughs> 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 underwater
1: oh yeah it was it was um, but you know no one really noticed except when I crawled
0: <laughs>
3: couldn't walk for the next week <laughs> yeah no I mean that
1: was that, that's one of many so we'll stick with that one for the time being
0: <laughs> So, Chris, tell us about your poopy
2: moment of the week. Sure. So, mine actually has to do with a local bus, too. <laughs> Coincidentally. But my local bus experience, poopy experience, is here in London. Oh. And I have to preface, guys, I'm not a bus person. And all of my best friends know I'm kind of a bus snob. Like, I, I, don't, I don't do buses. And uh, one of my new friends here were telling me, but Chris, but the buses in London are a totally different experience it's like it's not like the type of bus that you think you know you're getting in LA where I'm from or New York it's normal people and if you actually like sit on the 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 second top it's like riding a, a tourist bus you know they're like just try it I'm like okay so I actually ventured my first experience uh earlier this week on a tuesday and i was actually on my way to a very important meeting in north london edgeware and it gave me a bus route i was like okay i'm early enough i'm gonna do this so i got off edge edgeware and i guess because um it's the end of the the northern line there's a lot of buses there and lots of different numbered stations for whatever bus and before I got onto a bus or tried, attempted, I text my girlfriends, like, you guys, big moment. I'm gonna ride a London bus today. <laughs> Kid <laughs> you not. Okay. And then even though Google Maps clearly indicates like the the exact time of arrival, which again my friends like informed me all about this, and it tells you what exact location. I'm clearly, it's still over my head. I'm a little confused, there's lots of buses. I ask a gentleman. Anyway, so now I'm at the right stop. I think section F or something. Yeah. And it said the bus arrived, number 288. I missed it somehow, missed it. I'm like, all right, the next one arrives in three minutes. Now clock is ticking. I have an important meeting, a prospective client. Okay, I think I can still make it. So another 288 comes. I'm standing there, I haven't moved. And then the bus just, like, drives by. Like, just and you're watching by. it waving. watching <laughs> it waving <laughs> with a sad no, face. But no, God, no, but listen, so not only am I just watching it, but I'm like, so I'm kind of chasing it. <laughs> and mind you, ladies and gentlemen, I have four-inch heels on. Oh,
0: my God. And,
2: um, but the bus stopped. Like, oh, okay, I can make it. And I got up to the bus, and the bus driver, and I'm thinking, okay, she's looking at me. She's going to let me in. Straight on just looked at me like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? (laughs) I probably wanted to, like... Scream some obscenities at her, but I need to be in a Zen moment. So luckily, <laughs> luckily I was able to Uber and I got to my meeting on time, which was a miracle. But the moral of the story is afterwards I text my girlfriends, you know what? I clearly am not a bus person.
1: <laughs> this confirmed it. <laughs>
0: I tried, at least I tried. I mean, Chris, if you but... can't survive a bus in London, you're never going to survive it in Marrakech or India. Oh, God. <laughs> Hearing that
2: story, I don't know. I would have, like, jumped out of the bus window if there even was one. Well,
0: you would have gone straight down a cliff. Unfortunately, there's
2: nowhere to go. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> can't do buses. I'm sticking to the tube. <laughs>
3: You ready well i think it was 1986 in uh, june i went to italy to have a holiday break for a week that was the second year which i was living in the uk where I supposedly know london very well unfortunately i wasn't so a midnight flight arrived gatwick and i see the train to london and i was rushing There was my friend with me as well. So we rushed down and we got into train. We were so happy. Train is packed because that was the last train to London. Um, Everything is perfect. And I just said, OK, I made it. So I don't have to pay for taxi. So we didn't realize where we are going. We we obviously train stopped. So we said, OK, we are in Victoria. Just rush to the taxi rank get into the taxi because we wanted to be the first. We didn't want to wait after a wonderful holiday. We didn't want to wait and the taxi rang. And so we take the taxi and I said to the driver, please take us to Sutton. Mm-hmm. And I give the address. He just said, oh, it's too far. It's going to cost you £150. I said no I know where the Sutton is this is just down the road you know i just I was just trying to explain where it is and he said I know where it is but it's I can't remember but that's that miles and that's what it's gonna cost and he then said why you came to Brighton I said what do you mean aren't we in London <laughs> no. oh we no. took the, oh, we took the <laughs> wrong train. we didn't realise <laughs> Oh and the train god. and in Brighton. So that's why he was just saying it's gonna cost us hell of a lot of money.
0: Oh my god, can so imagine going to Sutton. We a taxi <laughs> from Brighton. Oh my god. We
3: <laughs> get off from the taxi. I mean he was so such a gentleman, he didn't charge us. Yeah. He probably felt sorry for us. Yeah. By Most
1: people words. <laughs> oh
3: my god. By the time it was two AM, there is no train to It was reckon. two AM. Yeah. What, no what train to really? London well we stay in the car in the train station <laughs> we, we cuddle each <laughs> other it, we were already so tired we tried to sleep and there was other homeless people as well. other homeless people in addition to you <laughs> <laughs> the only difference is we had a very posh language they don't they had a sleeping bag we don't so you know and uh, they were so nice. They offer us a bottle of wine, those which they were drinking. <laughs> oh, wow. And oh. they said, would would we like to join them? Oh,
0: my god. I you mean, at, at that time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was only 26 anyway, so... After a wonderful week in Venice, but the, another thing in Venice, uh, I was we, we whenever we walk on the street and enjoying the view and history and everything, young men's constantly coming and asking cigarettes from us, and we were not smoking. We didn't understand why constantly those Venetians asking cigarette. Well. Eventually, we found out that was the way they tried to communicate with us. It, oh, was, it was too like late. A it, yes, like it a was. But the, oh. the problem is, it was too late. We found out this at the end of the holiday. Oh, okay. If we would have known before, you could have had rather a than of giving them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Venetian
0: boyfriends,
2: you, you
1: could have taken whole boxes of them. Maybe,
3: <laughs> maybe that's why. Since then, I definitely want Italian boyfriend. But no luck yeah, so far.
0: She does have a bit of an obsession. You with have Italian a thing for men. Italian yeah, men. Yeah. Okay. So today's subject matter, because we have obviously some more mature, or debatably mature yeah, guests yeah, with and, us today.
1: And Evie is looking at her mother when she says that.
0: <laughs> is uh, is basically about being kind of sixty plus, being older, and how your experiences and you know, your thoughts and your life kind of changes with that. So the reason I was thinking about this quite a bit recently, I guess, is because obviously my mum a couple of years ago turned 60 and I and myself getting older, Ozma's getting older, you know, so I've become a little bit more maybe sentimental or interested in these differences. I've become more aware of, you know, how even my mother has changed in her thinking or her behaviours from 10 years ago to now. I hope it's in a better way. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And how I have changed myself. So, but to get ready for today's episode, I was doing a little bit of research online. So I had a look at ageuk.org and there were some interesting facts. So apparently there are now 12 million people aged 65 and above living in the UK and the life expectancy has increased and babies born in 2018 are expected to have a life expectancy of 80 for men and 84 for women. So clearly we're getting, we're an aging population, if I could use that term. It is expected that 23% of men and 29% of women born in 2018 will survive to 100 years old and 12 million by the way is 18% of the total population because it's 65.6 I think is what the national office for statistics says so actually 18% of our population is over 65 so that's quite a Very large heavy, portion yeah. that's a large portion so all this basically means that you know we just have a larger older well I'd like to ask you a question of
1: you because one of the issues about growing older is that you become invisible Ah. so how do you perceive people who are over 60 or 65 do you notice that they're 65 or over or do you just not notice full stop
0: that's interesting I mean for me personally I definitely notice. I don't know if when you say you become invisible, whether that's actually people of our age group that fail to see, or whether it's slightly younger age group that fail to see. I don't even know <laughs>
1: whether it's... Can you expand
2: on what you mean by invisible well, here?
1: Because when you're young, everyone worships youth, don't they? Yes. It, it's the sort of lingua franca of everyone in the world, that of you're course. young, and those are your salad days, and these are the years in mm-hmm. which you get opportunity. People look for you to you to achieve things and make your mark and so on. Then you get a bit older and you're climbing the ladder and so on and that's where all the potential difficulties arise because that's when complications of relationships and are cemented a lot of the time and maybe families come along and all sorts of other things complicate that ambition. So it, not for everyone perhaps, obviously. And then you get to a point where, as Eve was saying, you know, you're 60 or above and who are you then? I went into um, this library cafe uh, in Blackheath opposite the station yesterday just to see what it was like and it was full of silver haired people like myself although I have to say in my defence I've been grey since 11 <laughs> so you know it's never been an issue for me to have silver hair or anything like that and then you go into the cinema in the middle of the day and it's full of Again, older people who have the money to be able to go and do these. Not everyone, again, but a lot. And then you go to an art gallery or a museum and so on. And you've got these large groups of people who are of that age. And you, as an older person, begin to notice that more and more, I think. You you don't not notice younger people. In fact, you do notice them much more. I find that I'm finding it difficult to gauge age now.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah. And if you watch any American mm-hmm. teen soaps or whatever mm-hmm. they are, they all look as if they're twenty five. Yeah. Uh, masquerading yeah, yeah, yeah. as eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. When do they actually get old in America? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's so invisible doesn't mean that you suddenly you cannot be seen, but you don't represent that sort of a really that thrusting moving forward age. And there are people who are that age who are still working. I am, you
3: are. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and I'm sixty six.
0: I mean you may not be representing that type of person any longer but that doesn't mean you know when you say invisible do you mean undervalued so because to me I don't think that becoming older means you're less valuable in fact quite the opposite there is a lot of knowledge you know information experience that is really valuable coming from an older person
1: Yes, but you're 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 absolutely right. But there's no socioeconomic value in that necessarily in the age and experience. Yes, if you're working there is. And you know, if you've got grandparents and everything and extended families and you all get on, that's a plus and you've got that wisdom and experience to hand down and to educate young people. I don't think it's that you suddenly are erased, but you are moving into a completely different sort of Mind frame, yeah. mindset. Yeah. How you live is very different. You you don't go out drinking every night as you might have in your eighteen, twenty, whatever it is, or quite a lot. But I think you can still have a good social life, travel, do all sorts of things. It's not that you don't exist, but I think there is a sense that you are more of an observer. All
0: right, okay. than, um, yeah, than, than a participant.
1: Sometimes it. I don't feel it negatively personally. Yeah. Yeah. But I can see that there are older people who can be on the sidelines as they're old, they're doing their thing, but it's not really part I can't I don't know if I'm explaining it hmm. properly. I
2: don't know in my experience, like I definitely don't look at the older generation demographic to be invisible at all and I think like to your point Eve with the statistics of people having greater longevity people are living longer so 60s quite frankly could be the new 50s like people are accomplishing so much more working longer feeling younger and so no like from my perspective recently actually I was on the tube and this impeccably dressed woman caught my eye she had this fabulous red coat a scarf a hat white sunglasses and she was with also an equally impeccably dressed And I stopped to picture up with her. And next thing I know, when we sat down, they were seated right in front of me. They were clearly in their, like, 70s. And I had to compliment her. Like, I love the way you look. And next thing you know, we're having this fabulous conversation. She's like, thank you so much. I love dressing up and spreading happiness. And people always ask me if I can take pictures of you and so forth. So, and I think... Like the way this woman was still having this youthful
0: spirit,
2: Mm -hmm. I clearly Um. did not make herself invisible at all
0: yeah I think some of it is probably how you feel right yeah so I mean I know that mum has a much more active social life you know than I do you know she gets up and makes more of an effort on you know looking good and being fabulous than Mm. I do you know sometimes I'm like oh I'm too tired I'm Mm. gonna go to the office in my gym gear today and I leave the house looking frumpy and she She says to me, what are you doing? You know, dress up, put some makeup on. Why do you look like this? And, you know, every day she gets up and makes way more of an effort, you know, than I do. And I think that affects how you feel, no?
3: Well, I personally, obviously, my experience is different than Gordon or my... My observation, observation. not experience. Yeah, observation. So it's just... I mean, I just last year I hit sixty. I'm sixty-one and a half now, and I feel like this is the best time of my life because mm. I have no responsibility for my children. They are grown up now, so I have more free time. I'm full time. I'm working full time, and uh, I make more time for my friends. Mm. And I enjoy every moment. And I guess I I learn to forgive people. I learn to move mm. on and no cringe no anger and you see that life is actually passing so quickly so you, you have to try to enjoy as much as possible because I have to be honest even though I said I'm 61 and a half mm-hmm. but my brain yes my body feels that but my brain doesn't accept it. I still feel like I'm at uni I still when I go for shopping I still yeah. look for uh, Miniskirts. I I. Oh, you do. Oh, leather, leather trousers.
0: <laughs> I love it. She, the Yesterday, other day, she, she said, are to "You me, are my
3: spirit animal." She said to me,
0: "I saw a pair of leather trousers today, and I was like, oh my <laughs> god, mom, can't and, and I <laughs> say, no again, I'm You are my
1: hero.'"
3: <laughs> she just said, "Oh really?" But why shouldn't you well, do that? No, no, I'm absolutely. Exactly. I'm, I'm,
1: that's.
3: I mean, that's how I dress up. Before, when I was young, I always used darker color, maybe. Uh-huh dark brown black black yeah. especially yeah. now i obviously i have a silver hair as well like gordon but i wear red blue you know mm-hmm. i put a lot of jewelry accessories mm-hmm. scarves and yeah my body ache maybe but i have more active social life mm-hmm. than my two daughters whose is youngest is 25 eldest is the 40 but my social life is mm-hmm. much, much better than that. I actually feel sorry for them. <laughs> I sorry for them. <laughs> did not see that one coming oh, Honestly. I mean <laughs> Why do you feel I, sorry? Because uh, when you look at them, they just they work. Maybe too hard. maybe yes, they work too hard but they also feel so tired and But did you, would you do t-
1: exactly the same when you were there? No, old? no, yeah. I was always crazy.
3: Mm. I was always absolutely <laughs> yeah, crazy. I, know that. I yeah. You know, you know, Mm, know, I I work very long hours. But I made sure I enjoy the evenings as well or the weekends Mm -hmm. as well. And I do exactly the same now. And Mm. I value my time. I value my friendships as well. I value my time more. You know, maybe before time was so easy, isn't it? Mm. It's Mm -hmm. just you didn't see it's a waste. But now I just said every minute... If I don't do anything, reading books or watching any documentary or talking to a friend's talking to old friend, my mm. own old, old <laughs> friend. And As she old, points old, at Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Sorry, what did joking, you say? <laughs> uh, or meeting up. uh uh-huh having a laugh, having an argument, going for holidays, Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't... I do understand, I mean, obviously there's a lot of financial issues as well, but there is one thing in United Kingdom is... Fabulous that you can make your sandwich, you can go for a picnic, so it doesn't cost you anything. Mm. There's a lot of free activities in South mm. Bank Center, mm. music, a lot of free, like galleries um, and museums. galleries. Yeah. So, yeah. Everything. Yeah. so basically, yeah. for you to live your life, you don't need the money. And for you to live exactly. your, you know, dressing up, you don't need money. You use old clothes I mean, and and we're, yet, we're like very lucky Collins as well
1: because we've got those freedom passes so we don't have to pay within what's the freedom
0: pass to travel well,
1: to travel free
0: it's, they travel it's free we did in london oh if,
1: if you're 60
0: oh my yeah God. free it's travel C- card Eve, this is
2: why i also <laughs> need to be living officially in the uk Or we'll
1: get here soon because who knows yes. how long this is going to last Yes,
3: <laughs> like, that was the yeah. best present when my, I hit the sixty. Yeah. Mm. The same day my freedom yeah. card came. It's I fantastic. Mean, isn't you it? absolutely. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean you can go anywhere. As I said uh, just yeah. do pack lunch. Get, so get mum had this tea.
0: target that she was basically going to get off at every stop on the underground on the line. Yes. Just to see what was there. You know because there's a I whole bunch of stops. Yeah, exactly. You know other than places that you always go to or yeah, you need exactly. to go to. There's a whole heap of stops you would have never probably have got on or off. Yeah like, I'm so taking that she's from you. That's a cool of, idea. That's what uh, me when and my you...
3: friend is the same age. That's mm-hmm. every Wednesday. Uh huh. That's what we are going to do. We we start it over the, every Wednesday. Yeah, we take like Jubilee Line. We started yeah. because I mean I've been living here about thirty-two years, yeah. but never been to Upminster, never been to Chiswick. I don't know where Chiswick. What a great is. way to you rediscover know. your city! Absolutely, and see what is there. Go to local uh, maybe mm. coffee shop, or builder's lunch, coffee, more,
1: that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, we've and, been to and, and, builder's coffee uh, cafes mm-hmm. and everything. Um, Listen, there's
0: nothing wrong with builders. <laughs> oh,
1: well, from your point of view, there's, that's it's not an issue, it's no. Just, it's no, no, but I, I, seriously, we have a favourite cafe that's uh, what is termed a builder's cafe because uh-huh. builders and manual workers tend to go in those sorts of places and they are fantastic the food is great and you always get lots of it for Mm -hmm. your money don't you very fresh very fresh made there and i don't know what it is about their cups their mugs of tea it doesn't taste like anything you get anywhere else it's really Mm. good tea and they just put the tea back in and put it in front of you and i don't know what it is maybe it's just this sort of mystique that you know we have about it but we've we've done that or we'll just go for Can a coffee or whatever go to the cinema
3: regularly we go to cinema like um silver screen it's mm-hmm. 5 pounds, but also they get a oh, biscuit, cinema but you have get, you get the biscuit and the tea she basically right, <laughs> refuses more, to go to the cinema biscuits, with me actually. so sometimes
0: <laughs> i'm like yeah, I'm like, we. I want to watch this film. You want to watch it too. Let's go Saturday. She's like, I will never go on Saturday. <laughs> I'm like, why? She says Tuesdays or Wednesdays well, or Thursday, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. It's Yeah, so £5 my... silver screen plus I get a tea and a biscuit. And I'm like, I'll give you a tea and I a biscuit. No, I want
3: my free <laughs> tea and biscuit. And that's not a ago. Recently, I found a local community centre. They do um, uh-huh. painting. Coloring. Painting, Painter. yeah so i said to my friend and now we are going we started last wednesday our first class so so i arrange my working pattern according to my social life as well. well
2: i think you're what everything you said is just a mindset like yeah. you said you don't mm-hmm. feel mentally that you're defined by your age and i think that's what's keeping you so young and and enjoying life like if you were to tell the younger Demographic and the audience here, like what to look forward to in your sixties. Like, is there something you guys would say besides, like I think you mentioned earlier, you have more freedom. Mm. I guess what I can feel advise, getting older,
3: just work very hard when you are younger, mm-hmm. and you get where you want to reach. What is your focus is, mm-hmm. but then don't also kill yourself. I mean, I remember that I work like at the moment I'm working twelve hours a day anyway, but. When I was young, when my children were young, I again worked fifteen hours, and I thought when I work fifteen hours, which was a wrong wrong thought process. Well, absolutely, yeah. you can do more. No, because your body is actually getting tired after a certain period. You don't progress any anyway. But mm-hmm. work hard, reach, try to reach wherever you want to reach, mm-hmm. and don't be scared. Life is too short. Don't take it so serious. I always advise my daughters, don't take life so serious because it is not. Mm -hmm. Because where you are sitting and where I am sitting, you will come here so quickly without Mm -hmm. even realizing. Very true. Very true.
1: Well, That's what I was saying at the very beginning. It sort of creeps up on you. And you don't know, your body, as you said, notices the changes because you want to do things you used to do. And, you know, being aware of that's not a bad thing, but uh, I agree that it's, you know, it's an opportunity to do lots of things that you didn't have time to do because of whatever you were doing in your job or whatever. Or you didn't make the time.
0: So did you have some expectations or thoughts about what it was going to be like mm. before you got, you know, Thanks. over thirty? No. No. Over, <laughs> over 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 sixty, exciting. sorry, over sixty. <laughs> so, you know, in your head did you have some kind of like, I don't know, thoughts about what it what yeah. it's gonna be like. And then when you got there, is it Was it different to what you expected?
3: Well, when I hit 40, I had a lady friend from America and I was constantly saying, oh, I'm getting old, I'm getting old. And she was so cross to me and she was 50 years old. And she said, your attitude is wrong. You are not, you are young, you are nothing, you know, compared to me. Mm-hmm. And she was constantly was saying, I start learning, living my life when I hit 50. I didn't understand uh, that because I absolutely have the same experience when I hit 50. You realize your relationship is more important than money, your work, your title. I mean, I can't Mm -hmm. give you my titles. It's just so long paragraph titles (laughs) or something. That doesn't give me anything. That doesn't show you who you are, what your character is, Mm. what you gain in life, that only shows you what is your speciality or knowledge of specific subject. In terms of relationship and when I hit 50 I start phoning my cousins that I didn't phone last 20 years and Re-establishing our relationship with every friends, And even if I was upset to them and I stopped talking to them 15 years ago, I fought them, I forgive them. And from that to now here, and I have to be honest, I think 60 was great. Really? The only thing is, I wish I would have actually been retired. Oh, <laughs> I unfortunately <laughs> need to work six years to be able to retire. But it's best. Yes? Mm. I, I mean, we had a good laugh with Gordon every time I see him. We have good I have good love with all my other friends. I probably Mm. I still have mortgage by the way. (laughs) (laughs) There's still some stress. What I am saying, I don't want the listener to think that okay, mortgage free Mm -hmm. having a life of luxury. luxury, Yes. No, it's not. I still have mortgage, I pay council tax, I pay You know, electricity Mm -hmm. and huge cost. I
0: mean, I think for lots of people, even over the retirement age, you know, cost is an issue. You know, I don't think there's that many retired. I mean, you're not yet retired and you haven't quite yet hit the retirement age. But people that have, you know, most of the time their pension, state pension isn't enough to cover their costs. And lots of people have financial issues. So I don't think that kind of, I think, pretty much... But the yes. scenario the US, too, for most for sure. people, Absolutely. yeah. But young, just...
3: young people doesn't actually look at it like that. They said, okay, you made your money, honor. you had retired, mm-hmm. that's okay yeah. for you to go away. No. No, it is I... not. It's actually hit you more because when you are older, mm-hmm. when I was younger, I didn't need cleaning late. Now I feel like... You need oh, help. That could be really mm-hmm. nice yeah. if yeah. I have, yeah. you know, someone to help me. Mm-hmm you know, uh, or... You need
0: more help and you have less money basically is what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah. and actually it
3: doesn't stop me enjoying my life. Yeah. I mean, it's just... You have to enjoy so what important. you have, exactly. really. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. I can always give you example like Princess Diana. She was living in a palace, but she was the most unhappy person. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter whether you have title, you have money, you have powerful job. As long as you learn to enjoy what you have, mm-hmm. that's the main thing. So that's interesting you
0: because you're saying that, you know, obviously getting older, you need more and have less money but actually your outlook it is so different that it's more about enjoying you know your life and making the most of it and being happy within it so you don't even care that much that you know (laughs) that, that everything isn't perfect you know and i think well, at a younger age yeah. you know we want things to be we try to work hard you know try to figure out how we can make it mm-hmm. better or how we can make it more perfect how we can have more money for or certain things. More things yeah always. or acquire always. certain mm-hmm. things or have a certain fit into a certain profile exactly. or whatever whatever yeah. it is i think we have a more feeling of you know we have to do these things and if we're not doing chances, them yeah yeah well, we all we're unhappy that. yeah we all had, that. but it's the fact that you're happy regardless of whether you have it or not now you know whereas
3: no but that's but I was there yeah of course that's what I'm saying we all did that we all tried to tick boxes yeah but now where I am sitting you Mm -hmm. realize it doesn't matter yeah doesn't make any difference Mm, I but I, I used to hate talking people. I never talk to any people, you know, unless they've been introduced mm-hmm. to me. I most of the people said, "Oh I my also... god, don't oh,
0: listen no. to her. She's lying. She <laughs> talks to everyone." No, she no, knows the names. Everyone the last names, the children's names, who they're married to, what jobs they do on every human being on our streets. And then she comes to me and she says, you know what, David? He said to me, I'm like, who's David? And he's like the guy at number 22. And I'm like, there's a guy at number 22? I've never even seen who lives in number... Yeah, so he said to me, he's got a builder, like if he needs some help. I'm... Oh my but God.
3: It, is like... now. it wasn't like It wasn't that? like that when you were younger. No. no. Now I mm. sit at the bus or underground, and I yeah. talk. I mean, we recently I went to a holiday in Italy. I couldn't. Oh, remember. another one. Not the, not the bus friend. trip yes, one. Not <laughs> but I talk to everyone. You know, everyone. Yeah. It's just, it was fantastic. I really enjoy, and yeah. I try to enjoy as much as possible. Maybe, maybe where I am sitting, I don't count myself old, but old age is closer to me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. My time is really very limited to enjoy. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. But when I was sitting on your chair, I thought, sixty yeah, loads of time. Wow! You yeah, know, it's so distance. So I think that is why you realize you are coming to a dangerous mm-hmm. age, isn't it, Gordon? Mm. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, when you as you get older, anyway, health issues then become more of a prevalent, and you know in your face issue Mm. uh, can do. Some people are blessed and they're very well and they go till the end of their lives being very well but you know you do get ailments and everything else. I think everyone has an expectation because that's part of the ambition thing isn't it? Mm. You know where you want to get to and the mark you want to leave or or whatever it happens Mm. to be or maybe not. I didn't have a plan. I think my mother actually filled in my application form to go to college and I went to York and just drifted you know and got it and everyone was getting jobs when I was in my last year and I, ah, how did you get that job? didn't know how they were doing it yeah and uh, I left college and I did a number of different things because I didn't actually want to teach. I never wanted to teach. And I sort of drifted into it. It was a good thing in that it gave me my own pensions, you know, my professional pension. And your point about the state pension is absolutely right. Mm. You know, you you couldn't possibly survive on that. So there are a lot of people out there who are, you know, very, very poor Mm. now. But I think there is the thing about the way in which young people are now being guided and taught much more about their future and what to expect and pensions and all that sort of stuff. And there are lots of programmes and helplines for young people to think about these things. And I think they're much more clued in than Mm. we probably were. Mm. Um, I think unless you've got that sort of background of parents who have given you that sort of incentive about money and your future and being sensible in certain aspects, it doesn't mean you don't live. You, don't, you can't be wild or different or whatever. But a lot of people won't have that. Mm. But I think one of the things about teaching or the sort of profession Elgin's in, or you know, anyone who's in those sort of medicine or whatever, lots of those sorts of professions, you can't keep going and going till you're 70. There's a sort of mm. burnout. You, you've got to have something else as well. And I paid to retrain myself as a therapist in order that I could retire early from teaching, but not retire. So I'm still seeing clients. Mm -hmm. So I think being active, whether it's going Mm -hmm. to museums or whatever it is, but your mind is the important thing. Because if, and your body, it's not a separate thing, obviously. But you have to keep your mind going. You have to be positive about things. I agree with everything Nilgan says about, you know, it's the attitude. And I don't think that, I'm invisible, but I can see that there are people who become invisible Mm. because they cannot afford to do these things. It Mm. doesn't mean that they're necessarily negative, it's just Mm. that they haven't got the opportunities anymore or never had, Mm. who knows. But no, I think it's great. I go to museums, we go to the cinema, or, or as we did the other few weeks back to Lisbon for a holiday, and I do lots of other things with other friends and so on and I think it's great Mm. it's a great opportunity to have your own routine and in fact when you do something like therapy and you're doing your own thing and you're running your own business you have to be more organized and cognizant of that sort of thing Mm. than if you didn't have anything to do at all and Mm. you were just doing the mainstream job that you were doing before Mm. so I think that just because you've retired doesn't mean you've retired from life.
0: Mm.
2: exactly yeah. oh um, I love yeah. the way you put that. You know, and um, yeah. I think
1: you you have to keep going. And you know, although Nilgan won't necessarily believe this, I've listened to her many, many times and she speaks a lot of wisdom and you know a lot of sense. And I'm not saying anything nice again. After this. <laughs> That's yeah.
2: your wow. one and only today. The one. <laughs> <laughs> one for the years. Yes, <laughs>
0: put it on the table just slowly god honestly <laughs> like I thought the 60 plus was supposed to be a mature conversation <laughs> <laughs> clearly this is not going to happen <laughs> You don't
3: take life serious after no, 60 I the understand is, I, I'm, I'm understand. Mature,
0: but ah. I think it's virtually infantile